When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello. Welcome to episode 327 of She Podcast. I am your co-host, Jessica Kufferman. And with me as always, the groovy Elsie Escobar um, and our producer, John Jamingo. How are you guys doing today? Pretty tasty. Tasty. I like tasty. Yeah, you look tasty. Get up off Ladies, the dance. did you miss me last week? And dance till you feel better. We what? did. <laughs> Were you gone? I didn't notice. We, we, <laughs> you came into the chat. I did come into you the chat. You were here. I was. Yes. So yeah. it's not like you were For gone, gone. You, you were just gone from the, gone, gone, gone. from having to figure out if we were actually recording stuff. And Correct. It seems like we were and then we weren't. So regardless. What color nail polish should I do today, you guys? Doesn't matter. Would anyone like to weigh in? Yellow. Yes. Rich bitch gray. Rich. Oh, how is that even? Hot pink. I'm not even going to talk. You know, I'm always for the yellow. Yellow is all the things. Yellow is my life. Yellow. Yellow looks amazing on you. It makes me look like I have jaundice, but I'll try it again. Oh Why my not? Gosh. Okay. Now that I'm tanner, maybe it'll be better. Oh my So. God. Yeah, so I just wanted to talk, I don't know why, but it came up right before we started hitting record, like the weirdest gifts you've ever gotten from fans. And, you know, we didn't really start getting gifts for a couple of, I mean, you know, for a couple of years, right? Like, I mean, but right away we had a community. So, I mean, we did have the possibility of gifts, but I mean, I didn't get anything weird for a while. Um, but I'd like to know, I said, right before we started recording, I said, Elsie, what's the weirdest gift you've ever been given by a fan? And she goes, I've never been, <gasps> I wonder if I still have it. Yeah. So, like, obviously, there's something that you've been given that was weird. So I can't wait to weird, hear what it is. What is it? It wasn't particularly weird. It because you it? said weird, but I've never been given a weird gift, or maybe I have. Okay. But I have to really, really think. Um, but I, I had um, someone had a crush on me when I was teaching yoga. Oh shit! As they do. Um, it was. Yeah, it was right when I was about to move away from L.A. Was this an in-person Yeah, it was client from, Yeah, it was in my okay. yoga class, like an in-person yoga class person. Yoga class, yeah. okay. And I didn't, I can kind of figure out that they had a crush on me, kind of, but, oh you know, not so clearly. And then... Now, was this during a time when you were... Were you already um, involved with someone else while you were teaching this yoga class? Like, yes. during the time that this person knew you? Okay. And so okay. they... Um, right. Was, you I weren't think, available regardless. Yes. And okay. it was like one of the last classes, I think, that they came to class. And uh, I got a diamond necklace. <laughs> <gasps> Shut up! <laughs> what?! Tell me you sold that for a plane ticket to get the fuck out of L.A. 
It wasn't that big of a diamond necklace. I think it was. I mean, I still, I still have it. This is what I'm saying. It's like I'm. I always thought like, oh, I'm going to sell that. You still have it. I never it. wore it, and I still have it. It's this, but it's a small, di- it's Randy small diamond. Does Randy know about this? I can't even remember what it. Like I, I was like thinking, where did I put it? Because I found it just the does other day. Randy I go, oh, <gasps> oh, oh my god. Yeah. By the way, folks, if you're one of my fans, I'm totally open to diamond necklaces. <laughs> just so you're just so And I got a pashmina. I had somebody give me a pashmina uh, when I was at That's a lovely present. When I was at um serving tables, um one of uh, there was another person there who I think had an infatuation with me and then they also oh, gave damn. me a they they just came in and gave me a pashmina one day. Cashmere? It was the real thing. It was nice. when it was like not yet copied. What real thing? Because there were lots of pashminas that went out there that were copies of the original when it was like super. What original? I thought pashmina was just something you wrap around your shoulders. Was when it first. Is that a brand of something? When it first came out, it was proper, you know, whatever that. What is the material that's Probably really branded? Good? Oh, cashmere. cashmere. Yeah. It was beautiful, mm-hmm. beautiful. And then there was a lot of like copy, copy types that came out after that. That's... It became really hit, like a big hip thing for all of the celebrities to be wearing. Everybody in Beverly Hills was wearing it. And then it started to go to, you know, downtown LA and then being made by the wow. poor little immigrant folk over there that are constantly in the sweatshops. And then it became, you know, oh. on TJ and TJ Maxx for $20. I feel like I've talked about this on the show before, but my weirdest gift was at a podcast movement. It was when we were doing our very first workshop at like the second or third podcast movement and a very nice woman. I feel like she brought me another gift to go along with this or a card or something, but she brought me a pair of pink lace underwear. (gasps) And the weirdest part was that she said, I brought this for you because I actually bought them for myself, but they were too big for me. And this is a woman who's like your size. There's no way she bought this pair of underwear and thought I would fit into them. She was a tiny little thing. What? Look at her face. You don't know who this is? I've never told you this. No, but then you're not going to out this person. And also... I can't. I can't out this person. And if you're listening, I'm, it's not that I'm not grateful. It's just that it was the weirdest thing anyone's ever given me from a pot, from, from a, sh- you know, from a fan. You could put it in private chat. Yeah, but <laughs> I could. No, I mean. Just give me a second. I guess I wouldn't really think about, mind you, I do have, no, I don't think that I would be able to do that unless it was like my best friend. Like if it was. Well, she obviously tried them on. That was the weirdest part. Now, listen, this person is a tribe, is like a, a member of the tribe, meaning she's Jewish. And and sometimes Jewish people just recycle shit to someone else. Like, in other words, like there's a, I don't know how to explain it. Jews like sort of just pass their shit off to other Jews. I don't know like what, like what it is, but it's sort of like, I ate this box of crackers. Here you go. Kind of thing. Like I, I, I tried this lipstick, but I don't like it. Here you go. You've and done it wouldn't that to have me. to be my sister. I'm like, yeah, I know. But, I but like, like that. but I'm saying, but I'm saying the level of stranger is dropped down if you're also Jewish. Like Matana, for example, like if I saw Montana, 
Um, I would be more likely to be like, here, my bra is itchy. Can you fix it? Even though I don't know her that well, then some, oh. you know, I don't know. It, it's hard to explain, but it's just, anyway, okay. I'm, I'm thinking that's why she felt comfortable enough to give it to me is because like I'm a member of the tribe, but also it could just be that she maybe bought them on the way here and, you know, they just didn't fit and they were still relatively brand new. I don't know. It was the weirdest. Game. I know exactly who this is. Yeah. You? It's Melissa Brilliant from the Brilliant Observations. No, it's not. <laughs> no. I wish it was. Very interesting. So I put it in the private chat. But so I can't. I mean, you know, I, I think that it would probably be like, I don't know. Have I gotten intimate stuff in the past? I mean, you've given me makeup. That's about as intimate as I I've given you. Get. I've never given you anything intimate. Just makeup. No, just makeup Maybe is about as intimate. Like face I gave you stuff. shoes that didn't fit me as well. Face stuff, right? Face stuff, yeah. Nothing like I got um from you know from a listener. I did get handmade scrub made from <gasps> coffee and oh, coconut oil. God, that was great. You know I what? I got handmade booties. Somebody crocheted Isaac baby booties and didn't put their name i don't know who the fuck made them Hmm. but they were handmade like by the person but the box had no nothing it was so frustrating i know i had so many nice baby gifts for him when i was pregnant with him i can't even remember them all at our event my favorite gift from a fan and i don't remember who it was maybe it was bonnie i don't want to say yes though if it wasn't remember those macaroons yes those macaroons those were delicious. Those were delicious. Bonnie gave us – I do remember that because she gave us – and they were so beautiful in the little thing. They are so beautiful, Bonnie. I'm down with macaroons every time I see you if you're into that. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, those. that's probably the best thing I ever got. Or I really liked Adrian Vandervox. She sent us a t-shirt that said the name of her show, which is Feminist Hot Dog. I have that t-shirt. I love wearing Feminist well, Hot she, Dog t-shirt. Yeah, she gave it to us and then <laughs> – It's amazing. I have – well, actually, you know, the best – well, that's not from a fan. That was more – I mean, she podcasts live. Like I got gift, two, but yeah. two of them, and I got one from Jennifer, yeah. too, for her. I have a cap, yeah. and I have a tank top. Super cute. But I also got a host gift. I've talked about this before from the MILF podcast, and she sent me a T-shirt, mm. something else. I forgot what that middle thing is, and – chocolates that were branded for her show they were delicious chocolates beautiful chocolates now that's a good that was amazing that's but from our fans not from for this show but for the feed i've gotten two t-shirts that were made for me i had one that was for elsie's yoga class that was made for me Mm -hmm. and i had another one made for the feed two separate t-shirts that were printed just for me which is awesome very very cool very very nice what else have I gotten? I'm trying to figure out. I'm just saying those are the best ones. All right. We can move on. If okay. You I just thought I just thought it would be a fun thing to talk about because I can't remember talking about it with you. Okay. Yeah. It is a, um, a maze balls. I mean, I really like it. Yeah. Well, before we get into the news, let's do an ad real quick if you don't mind. Yeah. And then I'm going to share my screen why the hell too. Not? But go ahead. Yes. Yeah. So, so this episode and the coming week's episodes are sponsored by Amazon Music. 
Amazon Music has created a space to support podcast creators. They've built a huge community of content innovators that you can be a part of. You just need to go to podcasters.amazon.com and let's get your story out there. And now Elsie will do a demonstration. Yeah, I am. But I'm actually going to do it off Libs and Five. So because there is that URL that she just shared, which is great. But this is in the new Libsyn 5 interfaces. Obviously, this is Libsyn centric because I'm sure that there are some of these integrations with some of the folks that, totally places that you have too. Mm-hmm. You head mm-hmm. over to settings yep. and then there is this thing here. It's called RSS feed settings in there. And then it's got like all of these destinations you can add. And Amazon Music and Audible is one of them. And really all you need to do, it's, it's insane, y'all. It's add. And then don't fill anything out because all of this stuff out, it's already... This is already pre-filled for you. You don't have to do anything. This is only if you want to override, for whatever reason, your existing show title or author or description to your show for Amazon specific. You do not have to fill that out, okay? You do not fill it out. Only if you want to overwrite it. And then you save and you approve. And that's it. That's all you have to do. That's it. And you're you're in So it. it's very easy. Super it's easy. It's a one-click shop in Libsyn, which, by the way, they are a very generous sponsor of Shoe Podcast Live, and they'll be hosting our welcoming garden party. So we're very excited to have Libsyn as Yay. a sponsor. So thank you for showing through Libsyn. But I just also want to tell you that once your stuff, once your show is in Amazon Music, you can literally say the words, Alexa, play the podcast, your name of podcast, and it will come up. You can also... Oh, Alexa. <laughs> oh my God. Stop. I set her off in the other room. <laughs> you can fast forward and rewind. You can say, A, play the latest episode. You can say, play the latest episode of blank. You can say, resume my podcast. You can say, I think that's pretty cool too, that once it's in there, Alexa just notes, just knows that it's your show and you don't have to stay on Spotify or on Apple Mute, you know, or whatever yeah. it is, which I think is the best part. So, yeah. So go ahead, check out podcasters.amazon.com or go to your host. And if you, if you know, and see if you can just add it as quickly as you can in Libsyn. And if you can't, maybe switch to Libsyn. <laughs> I'm yeah. just saying it now. I'm digging the whole that uh, Amazon Music thing. We should make sure that everybody is in there and share their show. Because I did share just the other day. I did look. And I, I think my biggest thing that I love is that they do have Instagram stories integration. And it opens directly f- into Amazon Music if you have it on your phone. So that's yet another way for you to get audience if they just want to have a tap, tap, a little button, tap, tap, a little button. All right. So let's get. (laughs) Please tell me that that was a drop, John. Oh, it will be. Because that was the weirdest way she's ever said anything. Tap, tap, a little button. That was so weird. How did you even do that? I don't even even know. Don't make me do it again because. Don't worry. I don't think you could. I don't think you could. Thanks. I don't think you could repeat it. Thanks. Okay. All right. Moving on. Time to go to the news you can use for the informed podcaster. Podcasting news. We are going to talk about this bit of news, which I thought, like you know. This could possibly be one of the easiest ways for podcasters to monetize their show. Yes, it's a it's a miracle. A miracle. It's a miracle. Okay. All right. Tell us, Elsie. So it seems that Apple. Hit it. 
Apple is offering a special 100% affiliate commission to grow Apple Podcast subscriptions. So I'm one 100% hundo percent. And so I'm thinking like, you know, the amount of work that entails you, podcaster, you that are here listening to us today and all the things to create special content, start your membership, add a channel, market the channel, tell your people like It is such a huge lift. And then you're only really going to get around a 3% conversion. And then if you're lucky, and then only of the people that are using Apple Podcasts, which is even a smaller, it, it feels like the ROI for this just sucks all the way around. And there's so much management in the behind the scenes that happens that it's just like, no way. But think about this. Why don't you sell somebody else's membership who has a larger audience and they're constantly being covered, and they already did all the work, all you have to do is get them to subscribe to the show. And you get money. I mean, get out of here. Come on. I mean, if you really love Code Switch, why not sell them? No reason. I don't see. I honestly don't think that there's anything like impeding in on our brand if we start to sell some of these folks because. I'm getting money for it, and they're great. And I don't have to do all the work. <laughs> so, I mean, it's pretty good. But, like, let's just say, I mean, if you want to take it a step further, let's say we wanted to do okay. this. We don't have, like, what would we offer? What do you mean offer? You, wa- you want a us subscription. to do a show. It's a pain. In- no, 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 no. Oh, wait. Is this for any subscription? Any subscription. Not just your own no, show. No, any. That's crazy pants. I mean, how does that even? So you could just recommend any show. Yes. And if it's a subscribed show, you get the cash. Yes. A hundred percent. Yes. That's crazy. I know. Well, this is what I'm saying. Why would I want to do my own thing if I have these other people who have the large audiences who are already doing all the marketing and I get all the money? That's that doesn't make sense. Hey, Why would they do that? Because they want people using Apple Podcasts. I am telling you, this is like the best way to earn money right now because... But not even on your own not show. Even on, why would I? It's so much work for me. I'd rather go, hey, listen, we should. We just have to sign up for the affiliate account thingy, put it on our thing, recommend one of these places for people to subscribe. Like I said, Code Switch is a fantastic show. I wholeheartedly approve in you subscribing to their thing because I don't have the capacity to create a show that's that great. So go sign up. I'll get the money. That's crazy, dude. dude. Come on. It makes no sense. Well, it makes sense for Apple because they want to, obviously, they need somebody to, you know, use their product, right? I guess. It's just, yeah, it's just crazy, dude. I think that's crazy. But isn't that a great idea? Like, we should just have a list. Recommendations for Apple Podcast subscriptions. And just put it, like, you, on our what website. Did you, say? Re- Click. did you say recommendations? Whatever. I can't pronounce something sometimes. Did you say recommendations? I don't. Hey, listen. You're the a John, commendation. You can just, at some point. Don't call John. Don't call 
John. John's not our I can't remember. What I'm saying to him is like he can get the audio and he can play it at some other point. Sometimes my accent comes out and I can't help it. No, but it's recommendations. 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 Accommodation. Accommodation. I did not I mean, say I accommodation. I think I stopped no, in the middle said of it. Recommendation. That's right. That's what I said. Recommendation. I just got the accent in the wrong part of the syllable. <laughs> yes. Yes, you did. <laughs> All right. All right, LCS Cobar. I'll put that on my schedule to get that done. Schedule. <laughs> your schedule. Funny, funny, funny. I love that. Come on. My, yes. Okay. My English as a second language um, doesn't guess, come out too much. Never, in fact. Okay. Once in a while, it comes out. Okay. So we were featured. This is news. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is news. It is news. Big news. Big news, big, big everybody. News. We were featured on quillpodcasting.com as one of the top female owned podcasting companies or podcast not only not only that but we're featured as the top like the number one i know but mind you come come now numero uno we would probably it's just we were just there i mean i don't want to take it's a female-owned podcast company yeah 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 of course we're number one well so are these other ones though i mean we should show them miss share the screen Top female-owned podcast companies. Da, 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 da. There podcast. we are. Thank you, Quill. Y'all are amazing. Thank you, Quill. Uh, we are so excited also featured. To be oh, there. Yeah, thank you, thank you, Fatima. Thank you, team at Quill. We're honored and excited. Erios is a podcast network dedicated to creating intelligent, engaging, and diverse content for listeners everywhere. Woohoo! You know how I would say it? Is it Erios? I would have said Iarios, but that's probably because I can't well, ear, ear, Erios. Okay. I don't I know. I could you. be wrong. Earbuds. Ooh, another ear podcast one. collected from Ariel. Ariel. Ariel Nistenblatt, who is a speaker at She Podcast Live. And she was just featured up in the podcast. New York Times. Really? Was she? Yes. That's interesting. Because of her home where she's living. Yeah. So then after that, Potatize by another one of our speakers, Tracy Hazard, Woo-hoo! who is the CEO. It's one of the largest production companies in the world. Pod People, which is full service production and staffing. So they guess they, they either produce your podcast or help you Find get some, some pod people staff for that. Yeah. Casted. Look at that. Ooh. She has something called Marketer Plus Machine. Because podcast technology wasn't created to serve the needs of the average marketer. So she created these. B for B2B casted. marketers. Mm-hmm. The Wave. Yep. The Wave Podcasting. Helping women build successful podcasts on their turn from Lauren Popish. Um, and the company also lost, launched the first editing service for women by women called Swell Podcasting. Swell. That's new. Hello. Hello. Did you see those fancy nails? Look at I that. Know, She's got some fancy nails. Nails. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Where was I? I Wait. don't know where you were. I lost it. You are losing it. it. I, we can see. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> oh, yes. Lantigua Williams. Jaleka Lantigua. And the digital and audio production studio. 
And then, of course, Quill, Quill. owned by Fatima Zaidi, um, who is lovely. They do branded podcasts. Mm-hmm. They're a branded podcast production company. So thank you so much, Quill. Wait, there's that another one. You just skipped on- it. That was number nine. There's a 10, isn't there? Or is it 10? No. Nine. It was just nine. No, they're last. Oh, okay. They would save the best for last. Oh, okay, sorry. It just says top. top. Doesn't oh, okay. Say top I don't know why I thought 10. But okay. Yay. Thank you so much. Shout out to um, those folks. Yay. Quill, that was very kind of you to bring a lot of um, highlighting our companies. Always a delicious thing for us to um, be seen. I like delicious yes. today. Delicious is a good word. Delicious, delicious. is a good word. Um, and we were also mentioned by... Lidwell Writing. Lidwell Writing. Top five podcasts for podcasters. Yeah. And are we number one? It only matters if we're number one. We're not number one. She did say. To be fair. She actually says how we were ranked. It says the list below is ranked according to the frequency of episode releases. The top on the list airs once a month and the last publishes. One episode per week, with the latter having the shortest episode duration among the shows that release weekly. So, all right, fair so, enough. So, I mean, yeah. So, we have Podcasters Roundtable, Podcast Junkies, She Podcast, Woohoo! We're number three. R says 45 to 60 minutes, more or less. More or less. <laughs> School of Podcasting, uh, Podcasting QA. So, we were, wait a what? minute. We have the lowest ranking. It says 4.7 out of 5. Yes. Why are you caught? Oh, this- that's from Apple. Yes. And also. Fuck you guys. I don't really care because there's a lot of people that go in there going like, who do these ladies think they are? What is their You know thing? who we think we are? You know, all that stuff. Smart. What? What do you mean smart? Because we're smart. That's who we think we are. We're smart. Oh. I was like, what? Beat that, bully. Beat that, you Bully person. Anyway, this is really cool. Thank you. The top five are, and not in order of coolness. Yeah, that's Podcasters right. Roundtable, Podcast Junkies, She Podcast, School of Podcasting, and Podcasting Q&A. A very good list. A very good opinion. list. Absolutely. All right. A beautiful list. All right. Okay, so I would like to do another little ad, but this little ad here is for our friend, Carly Nemo. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh my God! That's for our friend Carly Nemo, I can do an ad for this. I know. Are you ready? Well. Are you ready to do a little ad for ads? So Carly this. Nemo is a long, uh, a long-standing buddy of mine, as well as somebody that I worked with in the past. That I just the minute that I found out about her getting into podcasting, I was like, oh, she gets me. She teaches a lot like me. She's very much outside of the box in how podcasting is approached and the way that she, but the thing that really stands her out is that not only does she have a little bit of like the spicy, like woo woo type side of things too, but she's also an audio pro and she's been working in the audio industry for so long. Not only has she um, been part of being able to produce some incredible content in the past herself, but also as a voiceover actor, she knows about microphones, she knows that she knows all the things too. So it's super incredible. Um, and she is having a deal in a lot of her sessions starting, I think, on this Wednesday. So those folks of you, those of you who are listening the following, like the end of the week, then get on it. There'll be link in the show notes. 
She's uh, offering almost like all of her uh, podcast audit and strategy sessions are going to be $250. Um, and I believe she does human design. And she mm-hmm. is, I believe, having her human design sessions that are $150. Links will get all every off. penny. Yeah. So she is going to have that um, starting off. And I'll, anyway, the link, you can just buy all the things. You can buy all the things. And whether you want to just learn about human design, this is the, she is so into this. She's obsessive. In the way that I'm about no, podcasting she, news and information, she's obsessive, obsessive about human design. She knows all the things. Spend her your money wisely on finding somebody like her right now. Um, she's just going like there's a lot of stuff that she's going through lately uh, in her personal life, and this is what we can do to support her. And she's you know her community is asking her how what can we do to support you and all this kind of stuff. I'll put a link inside of the of her Instagram post that she put out, as well as a link of how you can book a session. And she is so worth all of the things that she is. You will okay. Can I talk now? Yes, you can. I did a session with her, a human design session in December. (gasps) You did? I did not know that. I've been trying to tell you. Okay, sorry. I did a a session with her in December, and I am a 6'2 projector, and she explained everything about what that means. Basically, human design is sort of a combination of like astrology and numerology and some other things and it it was dead on accurate i'll tell you what it made so much sense for example projectors have to wait to be invited to do things for in order for them to be successful so like so like if i go after something specifically by myself out of my own you know, head an idea, it's not going to be as successful as if someone invites me to do something. For example, she podcasts. How long did I do my own business and my own podcast, Lady Business Radio? And I was just spinning wheels, spinning wheels, spinning wheels. Then Elsie invites me to do a podcast. Hmm. And all of a sudden, she podcasts is successful. Same thing with the event. We waited and waited and waited and we had lots of people ask us to do it and ask us to do it, ask us to do it. And lo and behold, it was successful. And this is it like it spills over into things you don't even realize it spills over into the human design. It's crazy. Very interesting. The numbers, the six two means something else entirely. But I'm telling you, when she explained what the projector was and how it fits into like all the things I'm trying to do, it was crazy. So the strategy for me is wait for the invitation um, and also patience that I'm that I'm a very I, I don't know patient whatever anyway I think it's really important if you want to I mean like if you're into astrology and you're into your sign if you're into the IFTJ and P3 or whatever um, you know knowing that you're an ENTJ or an INFP or whatever the hell this is a whole nother level of that That's awesome. and Carly explaining it to you is just absolutely delicious that is awesome and delightful. So, uh, did you ever watch? I'm sure you didn't. But when you were a kid, did you ever watch Pee Wee's Playhouse? It was a, a little bit. It was a little disturbing. Show on Saturday. It was disturbing. Not my cup of tea, but I had. But I did watch it. Okay, okay. But every show there was a word of the day, and if someone said the word of the day, everyone would scream. Yeah, Do you yeah. remember that? Yeah. 
So at the beginning, they would go, the word of the day is delicious. <laughs> and then it would just, it's a delicious. And everyone goes, ah! Yeah, yeah. I remember that. All right. So we should do that with delicious today. Oh, anyway. Okay. So I, I only, I've never, I have not hired her to talk me through my own human design, but I'm a manifesting generator 5-1, oh, whatever yes. that is. That's me. A manifesting generator. Uh, apparently, we're attracted to each other because I'm also, I think, married to a manifesting generator. Oh, well, then good for you. So mm-hmm, my mm-hmm, strategy mm-hmm. is to respond. So still. Today, projectors sit at the top of the natural leadership hierarchy, and their role is to guide the manifestors, generators, and manifesting generators. Ah, so your role is to guide me. Yeah. Projectors have an inherent ability to understand others. They're the masters of reading and managing energy efficiently. And it's because of their center openness that they can take in and read the energy of others. Gradually over time, their ability to read and recognize this energy gives them the wisdom to guide others in the most efficient use of their energies, gifts, and talents. I mean, if that's not me, then what is? (laughs) I mean, I'm kidding to some degree. Um, Anyway, so so link will be in the show notes if any of you would like to work with Carly because uh, you must the end mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and you'll be mm-hmm. um investing in her life which is what we all want we want we definitely we want, want that so but also this this is a very cool thing to do very very cool so bonus bonus you learn and do all the things at once oh my god yeah. okay so shall we do oh some god. tips some uh tool tool tips elsie's tool tips Okay, do you want which one do you want to do? Because there's the episode track thing and the other thing. I think Feedly, because I'm getting into that. Okay, you are getting into this? Okay. So I'm trying, yeah. All right, folks. Just a few weeks ago, Jess approached me and she was like, Okay, how are you finding out all the information? Because you know, I'm a I'm a she does. I, I do find out all the things. And I and she just kept thinking that I'm sitting there reading I don't need. What did you even imagine I was doing? I couldn't imagine. I guess scouring the internet, <laughs> um, furiously scouring the internet. But how does that even? One even do that? That's the funny part because it's like, how would you just start like going into Google and searching? Like, no. So, no. I figure you have like a couple that you hit. You know, that's all. Yeah. So. Given that, though, way back when I first started podcasting, obviously the first thing that I learned about was RSS. I learned about RSS feeds, obviously, when I first started to podcast. It was the first thing I learned about. And I understood from my studies, because I'm obsessive like that, that RSS is for essentially getting information, delivery Instant delivery, if you will, when you subscribe to something. And it doesn't have to be just audio. It can be anything. Um, In fact, blogs are powered by RSS feeds because every time you publish something on your blog, the RSS feed for your blog is updated. That's what happens. And so when I first started, Google Reader was a thing. Remember Google Reader, everybody? I loved Google Reader. Google Reader was one of my favorites. And so you would subscribe, and I'm doing little quotation marks, 
to a blog, because at that time also, there were a lot more blogs that I followed, and they all had a little RSS feed square, like it showed like RSS feed here, subscribe here, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I was using Google Reader. I would subscribe to all of these websites and a lot of blog posts on a blogs, period. And then I would read my Google Reader. Then Google Reader went out of business. And I started using this service called Feedly, F-E-E-D-L-Y. And all it did is it grabbed all of my Google Reader things where I was subscribed to, and it imported all of the RSS feeds into Feedly. There are other feed reader apps out there, but I have settled onto Feedly because it worked very specifically at that time with Google Reader, with a Google product. Uh, Now I use, I still have a lot of the same websites that I subscribe to, but whenever I find like a blog that I really like, a specific news outlet that I really like. In fact, I subscribe to Pod News. I don't subscribe to the newsletter. I subscribe to the RSS feed of the newsletter. So interesting. So I read it on Feedly and I have a folder labeled podcasting and I'll go in there every day and I will scroll through what's in that folder. And that way I can consume a vast amount of information <laughs> in a very small <laughs> period of time. And it's how right. I it's how I learn all the things. I subscribe to um, Podcast Business Journal in there as well, the RSS feed for their blog. I subscribe to Via Podcast in there as well, the RSS feed for that blog. So anytime that I can find an RSS feed, I would rather put it inside of Feedly than subscribe to it in my inbox because I just, especially when I'm reading stuff, I'd rather see it over here versus over there. Anyway, that's my tech tip for today. I'm really into it. Have you started using it? Yeah, I like it a lot. I mean, I I have to admit that I'd still read, like I I did it so that I would be more caught up on podcasting news and I still find myself reading more about pop culture because that's clearly just where my head is all the time. It's just like – what people are doing, what TV shows are coming out, what, you know, like what gadgets are happening. That interests me more, unfortunately, than like whether or not someone has a new interface or another company is yet again found a way to easily monetize your podcast. Like, like I, I don't know if I can read any more of those articles, frankly. So I spend a lot more time in other, but yeah, I mean, I like the way that you can categorize it to be like, I have a tech one and then I have a podcasting one and then I have like a pop culture one. Yeah. There's so many different things where you can put them in there. And that way, like for me, I have a lot of the things that I'm interested in. So yes, I I say to you that I do have a podcasting folder, but it's not the Mm. only thing. Like I I have so many interesting things that only I can see inside of that Feedly that, that a lot of people aren't reporting on, or it's really easy for me to get breaking news. Whenever I have, I open up Feedly, I see so many different things. And and it, what's also really great is the reference because there's times when I will pass things up. And if I want to find something really quickly, let's take Pod News, for instance. Um, sometimes I don't read it every day. I will go in there and I will catch up at the end of the week. And I'll read all the things. And then maybe the next week, I'm like, oh, yeah, where was that one article? When did he mention whatever? I can go inside the feed and I can see, I can see it in there. 
super easy. I can I can swipe through all of the pod news that have gone out. But I do believe that there is an element of truncation that happens because he is such a geek, that James. He has coded it in such a way that his RSS feed, I believe, only shows the full article in the feed for that week. And then afterwards, it has a reference so that you'll go in there and it's truncated. So there are a lot of websites that want you to go to their website because that's how they're making money, either through advertising or traffic or whatever, that don't let you read the entire article inside of Feedly. They force you to go outside of it. So they'll give you like an, you know, a paragraph at the top and then it says, go to article at the bottom and then you click through and you go to that place. But if you're curating um, in-depth information, I, at this point, I've been using it for so long and I kind of feel a little bit of guilt that I don't pay for it because I'm like one of those longtime users now. I've been, I've been with them for over a decade almost. And if you go premium, you can search, which is something that I often want at times, but I'm too cheap to pay for that one. I can pay for other things, but like, I'm like, oh no, I don't want to pay it. But it's a really great way to do research if you want to find a, t- a specific term that you're looking for, to be able to process a lot of the information in there and out. And then you can easily share it out. That's the other thing that I love. You can share it out to all of the other services. So you can post about it on social media if you want with like one click. You can save the stuff. You can read it later, like those services where you send in specific articles to read it later. Uh, what's the other thing that it does? I forgot. There's all you can text. It's a good feature though to read it later. Yeah, it's so because it's like a way of saving stuff to show other people too. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. I like it a lot. And so Feedly mm-hmm. is one of my favorite tooltips. How's about that? Yay! Yay! It's wonderful. Awesome. Wonderful. I want to talk to you guys about She Podcast Live. It is still in person. Many people have asked me. I sent out an email last week about mask mandates and vaccine mandates, and I just want to address that for anyone who's angry or confused or concerned. So here it is. We're having the event in Arizona. Arizona legislation specifically states that there can be no vaccine mandate, that businesses cannot require a vaccine. That said, I do not have a business in Arizona. That said, the Scottsdale Plaza Resort does. So they can't technically have anything in their building that requires a vaccine. As much as we'd like to My understanding right now is that we cannot. Same with masks. They just pulled funding from public school for trying to do a mask mandate for their children. They are like pulling the superintendent's salary and some other stuff. So they clearly don't want us to make people do anything. What we can do, though, and what I'll say right now is for the love of all that is holy, (laughs) please get the vaccine, even if you're anti-vax, even if you're not sure, even if you think there's a risk, if you're coming to She Podcast Live and if you're traveling, we're begging you, just get the vaccine, wear a mask when you get there or not. If you're vaccinated and the rest of us are vaccinated, that should be a little bit less of a risk. But 
get the vaccine. Please have the booster shot if you're immune compromised. Hopefully you'll get that first or, you know, just if it's available to you, there's now a booster. There's also a new Pfizer vaccine that just came out today. The FDA approved it. Isn't it the same? Please, please. It's not the same. The only reason I don't think it's the same. Pfizer had, there was Moderna. Yeah. Is it the same? I think it's the same that they just got FDA approval or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, listen, it's not that we don't support your freedoms. I believe in freedom. I also know that this human race and America is still on the planet because we don't have smallpox, polio, measles, mumps, chickenpox. That stuff is away now. And it's away because we all got vaccinated without being asked. And I, for one, am grateful. That said, I don't want this to be a political show. It's not. But it's our event. This is not. It's our event. We want vaccines, please. I mean, we're not judging you for not getting them. We can't ask you if you've gotten them. Uh, At least not. We haven't figured out a way to do that yet. But please just get it if you're coming. And if you don't feel well, regardless of whether or not you have the vaccine, just stay home. Nothing is so important. Not a speaking gig, not a flight, not a conference, certainly, that you shouldn't stay home and take care of yourself. Please, please. So anyway, that's what we'll say about that. Also this week, this is Friday probably when you're listening to this, but we're going to be announcing speakers a little bit more frequently so we can get get them all out to you. And also look for a very big announcement about a couple keynotes that we have signed. And we're very excited. We're very excited about our keynotes. We're going to be talking to you a little bit more about that via email. So please, if you haven't gotten on our email list, go to ShePodcast.com slash join the community. Let me double check that. And your outfits. Join the- you have to start sharing your outfits. Oh, my what God. What are you shopping? What are you buying? I bought it all already. Yeah, it's join the community. I bought it all already, Elsie. So so I have a friend. Oh, I guess we do have time for this, right? Um, so I have a friend who um, does the Fashion Crimes podcast, by the way, and her website and cover art are genius. They're designed by Jessica. I designed them. <laughs> um, so she's a personal stylist. She's been a personal stylist for a very, very, very long time. And she's cleaned out my closet not once but twice. So she, she, I hired her. I don't remember specifically now if I hired her to dress me or clean out my closet. I'm pretty sure dress me was the mission. But she cleaned out my closet anyway. Um, got rid of a lot of stuff. Like a lot of stuff. And brought me clothes from two different brands. One is Ray. W-R-A-Y dot N-Y-C. She brought me lots of clothes from there. Very colorful, fun patterns. Very good fit. And then also another brand called Pari Pasu. P-A-R-I-P-A-S-S-U. Wow. And Holly, Holly is a friend from summer camp. And when she, and she, and Pari Pasu, when I looked at the website, I was like, you know, it's, it's basics, basically. Like, it's like, you know, like black camis and denim jackets, whatever. And I was just like, I mean, it's nice, but it's a little, you know, it's like kind of plain and whatever. So she's like, ah, so, but her friend, her plus size friend had told her about the brand. So she went to the, she was happened to be in New York. She normally lives in Atlanta and she went to the showroom. They, she had a showroom floor. She was talking to the girl and ta- telling her about me and then told the girl that she met me at summer camp. And she was like, that's so weird. I went to summer camp. She's like, what summer camp did you go to? And she said, just, you wouldn't hear of it. It's a little one outside Maryland. Well, guess what? We all went to the same no, summer camp. No. Ye- this woman who created this gorgeous brand 
went to my summer camp. Oh my god! I didn't know her. She's a couple years older yeah, than yeah. us, right? So like we didn't know her. We weren't friends. But still, it's amazing. Her mother went there. Her grandmother went there. It's an old camp. Anyway, so um, wow. The clothes. Oh my god. So what's amazing about these basics is that they have a very sharp little detail that's like so cool. So for example, I put on a black tank top and it's like from the front, it looks very, but you know, like the, the strap has like a tiny little point in the seam. So it's like, it's like a little triangle cutout and a little triangle cutout in the back, just like a tiny, and like I put on like this tweed jacket and the jacket, you know how a jacket is usually cut square? Well, this is cut into a point. Oh. So there's like two leather points in the front, makes it very sharp. Wow. There's these, so there's, you know, there's like this pajama look or whatever. Yeah. yeah so she brought me that. If I try, I tried on both pieces and I was like, I, I just can't walk around in silk pajamas. But I put, a, I put a black shirt over the pajama pants and it looks like I spent a million dollars on this outfit. The pants are, they're not silk, but they look silk. They're, it's big flowers, kind of shimmery. <gasps> they're soft. It was amazing. A jumpsuit. Oh, also, you know how like um, I have a button-down shirt, something I would never wear, yeah. a long tunic button-down shirt. But rather than be a front piece and a back piece sewn together, she made a square so that it's like on the side. Like if you're looking at me on the side, uh -huh. it's back piece, cut, front piece. Wow. I mean, it's right. It's a tiny thing, right? But I mean, it makes a huge difference. First of all, and how it lays on me, it's very flat and straight. It's not like my boobs are like pointing it out because it's flat. Right, flat. right, right. They're so good. They're so good. The clothes. I'm so happy for you. And also, I'm happy to announce that they are somewhat, not all of them, but I have enough in the color scheme. So like she also brought me like a lilac jumpsuit. Wow, purple? Like a, like a light purple, which I would never wear. I know, because you hate it. <laughs> no, but um, but I'm going to wear that to the event. I have a green puffy sleeve dress that I'm going to wear to the event. I have yellow, big yellow pants, like big, wide, huge-ass oh, yellow pants. Love. Bright yellow, this color yellow. I don't know what I'm going to wear on top to that yet. What else? Oh, lovely white chevron. Um, it's like a spaghetti strap, white linen, sh light blue chevrons. Wow. It looks really flattering. Yeah. So really, really pretty thing. So I, I know I want to introduce you to her, Elsie, so you guys can talk about what you're going to wear. She lives closer to you than me. So I mean, like she, it could, it wouldn't yeah. be very hard for her to just pop over there if you wanted her to, or just to work with you into a Pinterest board. Um, and that's any of you, to be honest with you. Her, her website is Holly Cats styling.com or you can find her on the fashion crimes podcast but like it's it, here's why it was helpful first of all i didn't have to shop and we would have like if i didn't like a lot of the stuff she brought we would have shopped online but right. i didn't have to do the shopping that i did last year which was like tear through every website order everything and pray right like she she had my measurements. She bought clothes that she thought would look good on me. She knows my body type. I mean, and let me tell you, it's not because she's known me 30 years because I have a very different body type than I did when I was 16. Okay. Like I've gained at least 100 pounds since then. So, um, you know, but she knows what I look like. She knows what I like. She knows what um, – and she also knows – and this is what's important – um, She knows what looks put together and a lot of what I threw out – 
is stuff that doesn't make me look put together for various reasons. Right, just right. to give you an example, when you have leggings, so there are a lot of leggings I threw out that I really liked, but sometimes when you put on leggings, the the band at the top starts to like crinkle and get bulky because yeah. it can't stay flat once you wash it or it frays or things like that. Or like there were, there were dresses in there that I threw out that just like still had the tags on it because for whatever reason. So here's, I don't know, even know if you have this. You probably do. Probably everyone has this. Let's say you have two or three black dresses, right? And every time the occasion calls for a black dress, you wear two out of the three. The third one you really like, you just never choose it. That's the stuff I got rid of ah. because it's been in my closet for like two years, three years. I still like it. But if I'm going to wear a dress like this, I'm going to pick this, right. not this one. So I just donated it. So she left me with a lot of stuff that's like it's very comfortable, but it makes me look and it's easy. It's so easy to get put together now. She put all my shoes where I could see them. One stack of jeans, like four or five pairs, not 20 pairs of jeans. But some are too small. Some are too big. Some the ass doesn't fit. Some the knees are frayed. Throw it all away. I have like five or six pairs of jeans. I have five or six pairs of leggings. I have however many sneakers I can carry. And then I have like, you know, one pair of pink flats and one pair of black and one pair of boots and one. It's just one, one. I don't need like X, Y, Z because I can't find the ones. I also had a lot of hand-me-downs. My mother-in-law owned a consignment shop for a really long time. So she would bring stuff home and be like, do you like this? And sometimes I would say, no, I'm good. And then she'd talk me into it. And I go, okay, I'll take it. And then I just don't wear it. Or little purses. Like I had, I had two cocktail bags that were furry, <laughs> furry cocktail purses. First of all, I don't go anywhere where I need a cocktail purse. Who does? And second of all, it was covered in fur, like weird fur. Okay. Anyway, so she left me stuff that was comfortable. I'll show you what I'm wearing today because it's a perfect example. So this is a, um, Pardon my boobs. This is a um, a black jumpsuit. Okay. But rather than just be a sack, it has like one strip across here that gives me like a little bit of a waist. So like it pulls in. Yeah, look at boobs. that. It looks so nice. Yeah, see? So I look put together, but I'm still essentially wearing pajamas, but I'm not wearing pajama pants. I'm wearing right. a fucking outfit. And in the wintertime, if I want to wear this, she left me some cardigans so I can just put it on top, wear some boots underneath, and I'm ready to go. That's nice. I love all the things. It's really nice. I mean, I I appreciate that she knows like how to make me look put together because, I mean, let's be honest, like I've spent the last five years looking homeless or some version of it. I mean, especially during the pandemic. I I mean, I I didn't care about very about how I looked in any way. Um, But yeah, so it just helps. It helps me feel like, you know what? I mean, I know it's easier for men, but like my husband wakes up every day, puts on jeans, does his hair. Not that there's much to do, but, you know, he just like swirls some gel in there, puts on like a collared shirt, like a rugby shirt or some kind of T-shirt and a sweatshirt, shoes and socks and goes downstairs every day. Shoes and socks. I don't I often don't even wear shoes and socks to take Isaac to camp. I mean, sometimes I'm wearing the thing I slept in. I just wake up, make lunch and go. So this has made it a lot easier to like switch, you know, because also a good closet, like it's organized in a way where like you can just pick two things. She said it should take five minutes. If you're staring at your closet, you've got too much shit in there. So now I walk in there. I see two things. I pick it and I leave. 
That's Whereas before, good. yeah, man. I mean, before I would stare at the whole thing and be like, I don't know what the fuck to wear. I just don't know. I don't know. I'm just not going to get dressed. Fuck it. And then I would leave. Congratulations on your thing. Thank you. Yay. I know that went a little long. Sorry. Yay. But, we um, love closets and stuff. Everybody share your outfits. All I'm saying is I'm not going to go down this rabbit hole as okay. in like I will now share <laughs> See what my thing. Uh, Bonnie is is mocking you because you went, yay, we love closets and stuff. <laughs> that was like the least enthusiastic thing you've ever said as a comment on my story. You're like, she can't even feign interest. Listen, yay, I used to have a closet with lots of things. Now I just don't. This is what I'm saying. I'm not going to talk about it because I'll be here talking forever and we have to finish the show. Okay. So. Well, the point is... It was amazing. I feel dressed. I feel ready for this event. And I also feel ready. I'm supposed to be speaking in September at Dragon Con in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And I'm very excited about that. I feel ready for that, too. So the end. Okay, we can wrap up now if you want. All right. Well, I mean, we should. So now that you've been talking, you can can finish up the wrap up. Keep it on going. Okay. Thank you so much. For listening to my closet rant, as well as every other rant we had today on She Podcasts. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Don't forget, you can watch it live in all of its imperfect glory. glory. 1 p.m. Facebook page, our Facebook page. And that is facebook.com slash She Podcasts. You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at She Podcasts. You can also find our show notes at ShePodcasts.com. You can find out more about our event in Scottsdale, Arizona, ShePodcasts.com slash live. And what else? Don't forget to check out Amazon Music, podcasters.amazon.com. Mm-hmm. Don't forget to check out CarlyNemo.com. Um, don't forget to check out your reflection in the mirror and tell yourself how good looking you are today um that is it for us thank you so much we love you mean it bye